For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. Today we got our 2023 NFL Draft prospect that we're going to highlight. Devin Leary, quarterback, North Carolina State. Can I say the Wolfpack? So if you like the video today, please come in and share it. I surely appreciate it here at 100 Yards Football. I'm your host, Vincent Turner. And joining me as always, over the last year and a half, I consider him the best in the business. He's a gentleman. I'm going to tell you, when you're talking about scouting these players, he's going to break every film down to the last, last clip. He's a very, very high-energy guy passionate about highlighting these prospects is coming into the NFL draft. And today he's going to tell us why Devin Leary is going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the 2022 college football season. So he's coming to us live out of Key West, Florida. He's originally from the Minneapolis, Minnesota area where Prince made his bone. I love him because he's my man. He's been with me. My man, Mr. Daniel Kelly, here today on 100 Yards of Football. How you doing, Mr. Kelly? Well, I'm doing well, Mr. Turner. <laughs> I appreciate the introduction, and yeah, I'm ready to go. I tell you what, <laughs> and this is just off a couple sips of coffee. Can you imagine that? Yes, um, sir. Absolutely. Devin Leary, you see him on the screen uh, right there, quarterback, NC State. Um, I looked at him in three games last year. Uh, we always talk about the game film, always held accountable to the game film. Don't sing with the choir. Don't shoot from the hip like any draft analysts out there. I looked at Devin Leary in 2021 against Miami, Louisiana Tech, and FSU. 
and uh, he's a quarterback you see in your screen there. Let's start by unpacking his stats from 2021. He was 283 out of 431 uh, for a 65.7% completion percentage, 3,433 yards, 8.0 average. Uh, let's keep track of those averages and uh, 35 touchdowns to five interceptions, a great touchdown to interception ratio. Um, and one of the things I like, two of the things actually I like about Devin Leary is in 2020, he won three out of four games he was in. 2021, he won nine out of 12. Translation, uh, he's a winning quarterback. Of course, they had the big win for NC State over number nine ranked Clemson last September, 27-21 in the overtime. And I also, too, like the fact that he seems to be getting a little bit better every single year in terms of his completion percentage. 2019, he was struggling at 48.1%. 2020, he increased at the 60%. And then last season in 2021, he increased to the 65.7%. He's a very interesting looking prospect who's gotten some play from several major platforms out there. If you go to NFL Mock Draft Database, it's one of my favorite sites uh, because it shows what the entire draft community you know, thinks and feels about a player. 24-7 uh, Sports has given him the 25th overall in the first round grade. SI has him at number 31 overall in the first round. CBS Sports, number 17, Pro Football Network, number 16. And PFF, Pro Football Focus, comes in at number 31 in the first round. Now, I am not seeing a first-round grade after watching the film on Devin Leary, not remotely. I think the one word, if I was sitting in an NFL war room right now, they got to me and I talked about Devin Leary, I think the one word I would use to describe Describe him would be inconsistent. Uh, interesting prospect, but too inconsistent for my taste. The big thing for me is that the, that the position doesn't look like it comes naturally for him in terms of his mechanics. He relies too much on the mechanics. He, he lacks a natural feel for throwing the football sometimes, and, and which leads to placement issues with him downfield. More on that in a second. Um, but but there's a whole lot of things uh, that I do like about him. I I, I like the fact that, that um, uh, well, let's get into him. He's a gunslinger. I, I like that uh, most of all, I think. Um, and, and I also like that, that he, he's very, um, uh, he's very, he's very competitive. Uh, so, so let's talk about him. Uh, the, the biggest, the biggest plus about him is he's got real playmaking ability to him. A matter of fact, in my assessment, he gets better when things break down. They call that unscripted uh, portion of the game. Uh, he plays off the gun, the shotgun formation. Uh, he's, he's definitely, he's, he, you know, and when he's, when he's trying to, let me just go back for a second to down scripted portion. It, it's when that's when he can create larger throwing windows and create more throwing leverage downfield when he can dictate things more to defenses on the move and moving around when things break down. 
that's when he's a little bit better, in my opinion. Uh, he's got excellent ball handling skills in the pocket. He's got, got a great play action. It actually looks convincing who has the ball, him or the, or the person he's, he's pretending to hand off to. Um, he's tough. He's poised. He has an excellent feel for the pass rush. He has the ability to dodge rushers when they're coming in and kind of move all the way and dodge. And, and, and he's got the ability to move around. And, and, and he has some Houdini to him. That's what I call that. <laughs> he's got some Houdini, um, but he's not mobile. I mean, this is a guy that had a negative. I don't know how you have a negative 73 yards rushing in the season, but he did last year. Uh, but he definitely can move around, slide around the pocket. And he's got eyes in the back of his head, as they say in scouting, where he can move around some. I, I love his, his, his ability to avoid the, taking the sacks. Uh, sometimes most of these college quarterbacks just sit there and fold like a tent and take the sacks. Uh, he doesn't. Sometimes he gets rid of the ball. I like that about him. Uh, you know, because avoiding big yardage losses is really important. Uh, and, he, and he also doesn't take a lot of stupid chances with the football downfield, throwing into ill-advised areas. I like that about him as well. Uh, he's at his best when he relies on his touch passes, uh, when he just lays it in there. But the thing about it is he doesn't seem to me like he trusts himself uh, all the time or trusts what he's seeing downfield. Um, he's capable of being throwing on target at all three route levels, the short, the intermediate, and the deep levels of the field. But he's just too inconsistent um, he's the best in the short range, which leads me into his negatives. Um, and of course, uh, as a scouting director, uh, Tony Rosano, I learned from in the book Secrets NFL Scout growing up, uh, there are no tens, there's positives, there's minuses with, with Leary there on your screen. To me, he's just a little too mechanical for my taste. Um, you know, he, he, he's somebody that holds the ball too long at times. Um, but to his credit, it did get a little bit better. He looked better against FSU per, per se than he did against Miami. You know, so he is improving a little bit there. Uh, but sometimes he just gets a little too hesitant. Uh, it, it takes him a little too long to get the ball out. Uh, number, you know, in, 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 because, because here's the thing, guys. When, when he releases faster, uh, he looks better but when he holds on to the ball in the pocket is when Leary gets in trouble uh the second point about him uh that, that that's on the negative side is I think he he has a pretty much an average NFL arm I feel and he relies too heavily on his mechanics uh he carries the ball chest high he carries it you can see him hugging it real high you can tell someone's work with him on the mechanics when he throws the ball He's he he's he relies on a little too much, uh, and, and he, because he, he he what he does is is he he vacillates back and forth too, uh, between like I said earlier between the natural touch on the passes and then he gets back to, to the mechanics and, and his ball placement is inconsistent too much at all three route levels. I mean sometimes he's not even able to throw screen passes accurately. You know sometimes it's just half the time he looks great and. 
half the time he looks awful. Uh, when he vacillates back and forth, it's really all or nothing with Devin Leary when it comes to ball placement. And, and, and he's not hitting a lot of receivers in stride. A lot of times the receivers are standing there waiting for the ball. That's simply not going to work in the National Football League. Um, another thing, too, is, is that he had the three tip passes in the games I watched. Uh, number five is a tendency to lock in with receivers, uh, and, and he's holding the ball too long. He's locking in. He's, he's telegraphing the throws in a certain area. Uh, that's not going to work in the NFL either. Um, you know, so, so those things I looked at, it reminds me a lot of a Zach Wilson at BYU. That's not a good thing. Don't get too excited. I, I really didn't like Zach Wilson coming out. Uh, a lot of these ways I'm describing Devin Leary is the way I describe Zach Wilson coming up. Um, you know, I saw a, a comparable out there to Drew Brees. Not a chance. Um, you know, my first instinct was fourth round. Uh, this is exactly the type of quarterback, because we're watching the preseason right now, this is exactly the type of quarterback who will wow somebody some team in preseason when teams and NFL teams are facing vanilla type of pass coverages and pass coverage schemes uh, he'll be a decent number two I feel behind an established star quarterback a career backup type I do really like how competitive he is I do like his playmaking ability I do like the fact he avoids taking huge losses sometimes these are all desirable traits of, of your number two uh but his but his arm is 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 holding the ball too long at times the inconsistency there with the mechanics the nat lack of natural feel for the position the tendency to lock in with the receivers all will be problematic and i think guys the big issue about devin leary is that he just doesn't trust himself or what he's seeing at times downfield and to me that is the biggest issue about Devin Leary, quarterback, NC State. Your thoughts, Mr. Turner? When I look at Devin Leary, I look at the school he attended, North Carolina State. They've been kind of, if you look at the history of their program, they've been a program that's always won seven, eight games over the years. I'm talking about going back to 30, 40 years. But I'm going to start with the young man. I like the competitiveness in him. I like his production. 5,500 yards passing in two years, two and a half years starting, almost eight yards of completion, 51 touchdowns, 12 INTs. Then I go back to how he played in big games. The rivalry game at the end of the year against North Carolina, four touchdowns, close to 400 yards passing. Then playing a Florida State team on the road. Granted, Florida State is not the Florida State that we know in the past, but that young man had 314 yards in that game, four touchdowns, and had several touchdown passes. That kind of impressed me. He had a long pass in that game that was very impressive to me. But when I look at him and I compare him, and I'm going back to college football history, the one thing I like about the young man is that you brought it up, Mr. Kelly, that he seems to have the ability to avoid the rush. He seems the ability to make plays in the pocket. See, that's what they said, the same thing about Steve Young at BYU. The same thing. He's got a little Johnny Manziel. I'm not saying that he's on the same level as Manziel, but the plays that Manziel made at Texas a and running around, go look at the Alabama game. Then he got a little Doug Flutie in him. Then a gentleman I saw play when I was 11, 12 years old, Country Holloway at Tennessee. Then I'm going to even go farther back. 
Because Mr. Larry puts me in a mind that got his athletic and scramble. Fran Tarkenton, when he was at Georgia, when Georgia won the SEC in 1959, same ability, running around in the pocket, making plays. Same, as you mentioned, accuracy. That was a gentleman. They said the same thing about him when he came out. Came out of Virginia Tech. They was talking about accuracy, but he got here in Atlanta in 2000 and put the world on fire in the National Football League. Michael Vick. He got a little Michael Vick in him. Then as far as making plays, he got a little bit in him in that competitiveness, like a guy that played on the center with the Bears. Got to the National Football League and had that guy in the backfield by the name of Walter Payton Sweetness, Jim McMahon. See, I like Mr. Leary. Because to me, he's going to be one of the most underrated football players in the country, especially the quarterback position. Everybody talking about C.J. Stroud. Everybody talking about Bryce Young. Everybody talking about Will Levis. Everybody talking about Tyler McKee. Everybody talking about the Van Dyke kid in Miami. But I guarantee you, when it's all sun, I wouldn't be surprised. There's going to be a lot of jealousy coming out of Raleigh, North Carolina about Mr. Leary. And the most important thing, think about the history of that football program. You had Ted Brown, you had Jim Richard, you had Tory Hope. But think about the five mainstays of that program that they said the same thing about them when they was coming into the league from a player standpoint. The one thing they said, fiery and competitive. Can I say Russell Wilson? Can I say Roman Gabriel? Can I say Philip Rivers? Can we say Bill Coward? The one thing Mr. Larry has that I love about him, he has that competitiveness. He has that fire. And most of all, yeah, he might be lacking in other things, but look what he's done since he's been in North Carolina State. I can see why the scouts are in love with him. And I think if he goes to the right team, I think he could be a real nice player at the next level. They're just me. I'm not the scout like you, Mr. Daniel Kelly, but I like the young man. I like him because he's at a program that's always been a middle of the pack. And there's some people outside saying that, hey, this guy can maybe take North Carolina State over the top, and they might be a sleeper in the ACC this year. That's what I love about Mr. Devin Larry. Final words about the young man out of New Jersey. By way, oh, North Carolina State, whoop pack, whoop pack. <laughs> That's right, Mr. Turner. I tell you what, uh, you make a lot of good points about Devin Leary. And uh, I think the uh, key word you touched on that kind of, came, you know, on my radar was underrated. I think that is what he's going to be. He's going to be one of these guys going to be a little bit off the radar. He's an intriguing prospect. I mean, when you look at his full career body of work with completion percentage, it comes out to like 59.9%, okay? That doesn't win in the NFL. There's only a handful of guys under 60% over the last five years uh, in completion percentage. But but the, the, the promising thing about Larry is he's improved every single year. 2022 will be a big year for him it's gonna fill in a lot of the blanks for me he's a guy that's a winner um it really he grew on me the more i watched him play he's one of those types of players uh but i just don't see him as a franchise guy at this point i do to your point see him being as a as a backup guy a guy like a buffalo bills could take and bring in and plug in behind josh allen and they'd be fine with that 
for several years. Um, he's, he's more of a developmental guy, I think. And, and also, too, I went back and plugged in in Google, uh, looking at the injury background. He had the broken fibula back in, in, in October 2020, and, and he called it the toughest challenge of his life at that point, unquote. And he talked about how he attacked the rehab process, and there was good days and there was bad days. But when it, he talked specifically about how he attacked it, and that to me is how I see this young man playing the game of football as he attacks defenses. He's a gunslinger. He keeps coming at you. He keeps trying to drive the ball downfield. Remember in previous shows, I talked about that average per throw. He's at eight point yards. That means he's driving the ball downfield or at least attempting to. I think it's going to require a very good quarterback quarterbacks coach who can get in there and work with us mechanics because the most important thing almost in the quarterbacking when looking at him from a scouting standpoint again is that ball placement I'm not talking about completion percentage necessarily I'm not talking about accuracy I'm talking about placement putting the ball where it needs to be and also getting the ball off faster. He needs a quarterback's coach in the NFL who can work with him on getting rid of the ball because he shows against FSU he can get rid of it faster. Different guy when he's getting rid of the ball faster. So he can do it, but just the mechanics, where he holds the ball, his release, from that standpoint, he's a developmental guy. I'm very comfortable with him in the fourth round at this point. If he has a great 2022, then maybe he moves into the third round. But right now, that's where I see Devin Leary. But absolutely, you will hear his name in the 2023 NFL Draft. My final words about Devin Leary. When I think about Devin Leary, I think about a young man that was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks. He played three years at North Carolina State. Then he went over to Wisconsin. Kind of saying the same verbiage. They were saying this about the young man. They was even questioning his height. But all I know is that young man in three years led the Seahawks, the Seattle Seahawks to a Super Bowl. And the one thing they said about Mr. Russell Wilson, who's now with the Denver Broncos, competitor, leadership, a guy that all he does is make plays. All he does is produce. When I see Devin Leary, he had North Carolina State. He was a four-star prospect coming out of high school in New Jersey. In North Carolina State, over there in the ACC, you hear about Clemson. You hear a little bit about Florida State. But North Carolina State's been kind of quiet. That's how Russell Wilson was when he came out. And Pete Carroll took a chance on that young man. And you see what, how Russell Wilson's career went. Same type of same type of verdict. Russell Wilson, he's small. Sometimes he's not accurate with the football. But you see how that happened. See how God is in this plan? It's a young man that's came years later that's following the same path. So when I think about Devin Leary, I'm just saying it's this. We're going to have all these great quarterbacks that's going to be coming out in the 2023 NFL draft. College football is going to be upon us in a couple of weeks. But I'm saying it might be some noise down there in Raleigh, North Carolina, the Wolfpack. And a young man that I think that I'm going to be watching real carefully. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time, this show is presented by Bet Online. It's going to mean Mr. Devin Leary. 
So my final words today, and special thanks to our producer, Mr. Logan Landis, for making it happen today. Thank you, Mr. Daniel Kelly, today, being here with me. I think about Devin Leary. I think about Peter Gabriel. Sledgehammer! <laughs> Devin Leary might be that sledgehammer! If you like the video today, please come in and share it. We are 100 Yards Football. Thank you and be blessed. Dun, dun, what is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.